What's that math is your boy Laugh is up May The low and low holy And humble host With the queen Brie How are you doing today Brie? Hey. I am doing great It's a great Saturday The cold front has come through so it ain't as hot so It's a great day to be outside Yes we outside now Be safe During COVID we have a lot to talk about today by the way, before you before we get started, hit that like button, hit that subscribe button if you are on YouTube. If you are not on YouTube and you are listening, I know we had a lot of listeners last week on Apple Music, I think. I know y'all love Bree. Shout out to the queen. But hit Yay. that follow button. We do this every Wednesday. So we're excited about that. Bree looking amazing today, as always. I, you know, I'm trying. Trying to grow my hair and be, you know, an adult. <laughs> I feel you. But we got an interesting topic today. What are we talking about today, Bree? We are talking about mental health in the black community today. Last week, we kind of um, skimmed the surface of it while we were talking about self-care because your mental health is a part of your self-care. But this week, we get to dive in why <laughs> black people don't want to go to therapy and different resources that you have available to you to be able to actually go and the benefits of it. And because Trevor almost had a psychology degree, he's going to be able to help us figure out why we need it. Everybody. Okay. So Brie, what, what have you noticed the trends in the black community when it comes to therapy? Um, this dates back for a really, really long time, but one of the main trends um, that I've seen is that black people don't want to go to therapy because they feel like you're associated with being crazy. Um, if you go, meaning like you need serious, serious mental health, um, if you decide that you need to go to therapy and to talk to someone. Another thing that I've seen um, with black people in therapy is that people are not really receptive to it because they don't think you can um, be a Christian or have your religious beliefs and also go to therapy, which is not true. Um, what, on the other side, though, one of the other trends that I kind of want to debunk and grow out of is that therapy isn't a trend in itself, like therapy in itself being a trend that people just say, I'm going to therapy just because everybody else is going to therapy. Yes, we all need therapy, but we all need to be able to recognize why we need therapy individually and um, as a culture and not just because everybody else is doing it. Yeah, I notice a lot of stuff has been become kind of trendy in a lot of different aspects of life. Uh, for some reason, it's like cool to be it's always been cool to be different in a way. So I think yeah. at this mode, I think like not therapy but like depression is like a trend now for people and yes, I, I hate it like especially with like the new millennial like the the younger kids coming up and the rappers that they see um like that's how they draw them i guess i guess they're just trying to capitalize on what's actually happening and it's really sad to see like people will just label themselves as depressed um, because there is a difference between going through actual depression and having depressive episodes. Um, 
many people go through depressive episodes and there's also a difference between depressive depressive episodes and just being sad about something that happened um that's called emotion everyone has them but your depressive episodes um last longer than your occasional sadness and i think it's just that people are miseducated um and so they're trying to make it a trend like i'm depressed because she's depressed i'm depressed because my favorite rapper was depressed or my favorite celebrity was depressed and you know if that was the case when britney spears was going through whatever she was going through we would have all shaved our heads too and i think it's just the the new generation coming up and wanting to feel attached to something um as they try to find their way through this crazy crazy world yeah i do hate trending it's not good yeah, uh, we had the similar problem in our era with gangsters and gangster rap, when everybody was cool to be a. <laughs> so everybody like have the episode. It's not nothing different. It's the same thing. Everybody want to be the cool gangster, cool kid who mistreated women because it was cool or. And, That's what they heard. Yeah, and then the women wanted the bad boy, so it kind of felt into the same natural trend of. <laughs> like, Oh, I want to do to talk yeah. crazy to me. I'm like, you do? Why? Yep, yeah, that's, that's still a trend. <laughs> it I is. Still want that? So something that we're constantly facing. But yes, it's just whatever is hype during that time. Like now, you see the rappers like XX, like rest in peace to Triple X, X Nation. I'm sorry, I don't know him that well, but Tayshion. <laughs> yeah, Tayshion. My bad. And um, different rappers like that just always claim depression. Not actually claim, but even if they were going through depression, they capitalized off of it. People um, decided that they wanted to be depressed too because they thought it was a cool thing to be. Um, and from coming from somebody who has had depressive episodes and who has experienced that, that's not cool. That's not a place you want to be in. Yeah. I'll just be honest. Yeah, you really don't want to be um, in that place. That's not somewhere you want to be. Um, so, which leads us to talk about um, ways to get help. Because one thing I, we want you all to understand is that we know that depression and anxiety and all mental health is actually real. Like It exists. It's not a, a trend. It's not something that people um, just say, you know, even in our dialect and talking with our family and friends, we might say, but it's actually real. It's a real thing. Um, people experience in it. If you are experiencing it, don't let anyone tell you that it's, your feelings aren't valid. Um, don't let them tell you that you have too much. Um, you came from a good life. Um, that you got everything you wanted, so you can't be depressed or you can't experience those depressive episodes because that's not true. Um, that's not how it works. Um, contrary to what everyone else believes, you can come up with a great life have a great family, have a great support system, and still um, be faced with that. So I need people to understand that that's important that, to acknowledge that and not let anyone tell you that it's not real. Yeah, interesting fact. I probably know more rich people that are depressed than poor people. Fact. And one thing I found out that might could be is the fact that they they act poor people, poor people or middle class people have something to look forward to in life. So they like, yo, if I can get this, if I can do this, it kind of gets them out of their state. Rich people, when they get it and they find out that it doesn't mean anything and it's still, they're still unhappy. Like, what can I, what can I reach to now find it? Now they're lost. So 
So they end up more in a depressive state or people in a stable condition. Like I got everything I want. More money, more. <laughs> yeah. Yes, I already got everything I already want, but I'm still feeling like this. Whereas poor people, like if I get this, I'll feel better. So it's like they go into a deeper depression. Usually, I found in studying it. Because depression does not um, just um, target low population incomes or low income populations or certain cultures. It it, it it hits everyone. But when it comes to our community, um, it's very difficult because it's such a taboo. Um, we've made uh, great progress, though, being able to educate our community and give them the resources that they need. Um, more people are going to school to be able to help people with their mental health. Um, and so it's just, yeah, I just need you to know that it's, it doesn't have a respected person. Mental health affects everyone. And it's important to listen to yourself and your body and recognize that some, that we all need help. Not just some people. Like I want everybody to go there. That's just me because there are certain things that people who are trained and educated and who have the experience can explain to you that you can't explain to yourself or that your friends or your grandma, no matter how old she is and how long she's been on this earth, can explain to you. That is indeed true. Me and my brother start talking about random things about, <laughs> like, hey, I think I got, my brother said, I think I got this, what you think? And it's <laughs> And then you start listening off the thing. And then we listen to someone on the YouTube and then we just go over it. It's a very, then my mom be like, y'all, people think y'all weird. I'm like, yo, we all weird. That's awesome. That's <laughs> a psychology degree. And now everybody thinks we're weird because we always in somebody's mind. That's what happens. So it's, it's very fun. It's, uh, it's interesting. It probably keeps us more stable too. So. Yes, it definitely does. <laughs> Especially. Always good when you have someone who is a friend or confidant or family member that has that background um, because you kind of get to, you're able to trust them more. Um, but I have found personally that I can trust a stranger way more easy with, you know, my confidant or my secrets than I can someone who's close to me. Um, but that's just out of experience um, because that person or that stranger or that professional is like bound to like patient provider confidentiality and you don't have to worry about that so sometimes it's good to be able to talk to family but it's always good to be able to talk to someone who's um, unbiased who doesn't really know you on a personal level so they can't just draw assumptions about you or about the type of person you are and they can actually be objective and help that is indeed true always seek help always search out it's a bunch of different avenues there are i'll probably list a few outlets on here uh be careful of scams though it's a lot of scammers out here <laughs> it's a lot of scammers out here. it's a lot of scammers is it's because it's a lot in self-help though nowadays especially during covid uh the advent of the internet and social media Cause kids go through a lot more cause they exposed to a lot more than we are. Even though I found out that education is worse, but I found out that education is much Educa worse. <laughs> education is much worse. Like kids know, like 12 year olds know more than 
than me at the age of 26. Like I'm an adult and they're, these kids are teaching me stuff. So like you can't expect them to be exposed to all this information and to have experienced all of these things and they be okay. They can't even explain sometimes the feelings that they feel. Um, and oftentimes adults tend to um, invalidate their feelings saying that they're not old enough to feel these things that, you know, they don't know what these feelings are, but in, they indeed do because they're human beings. Um, so it's all listen to your children. That's another point. Listen to your kids when they tell you that something's going on, that they don't feel well, that you know, even if they can't articulate it as well as they need to, and you don't just listen to them because they're feeling it, and that yeah. turns into a trauma when they get older. Yeah, um, it's a lot of it's a little truth in everything. It is social conditioning. The more you're exposed to something, the more you're typically into it so if you're exposed to a lot on social media you typically you might not understand it but you're exposed to it so it's different yes. for you it's it's like for, i'm gonna give a weird example but it's gonna be a good example for instance i found a lot of y young people have like a white guilt that i think is actually not good in terms of what they see their ancestors do because they don't understand it yet because they're not like they're exposed to it at 10 and they see these horrible things happen to people and they're like we are horrible people i'm like but i'm like no i'd rather you grow up to be an amazing person instead of taking this gift on and causing trauma to you now that you didn't have <laughs> yeah yeah like it's okay to be aware like it's very yeah. very important that you're aware of your history and you know what happened so you aren't oblivious but it's really up to you ultimately up to you to like end those cycles um for you and your family after you so it's i mean we we don't really blame you for the things that your ancestors have done we blame you that you continue to do it yeah um so if you're one of those people that are constantly trying to break the mold and end those uh generational curses like kudos to you we recognize that um, and we aren't just putting you in the same bucket that we put everybody else in. So don't bash your head in because your great great granddaddy had a <laughs> That's not not how that works. Yeah, uh, guilt is not, guilt is never good, especially when because you because there's literally really at that point nothing you feel kind of helpless and it causes kind of a trauma to you. Same thing with. Yes. Black people got the same trauma in family situations too. It it's the same. It's a similar thing. I just brought that up first Black because that's a topic. Uh yes. A lot of people hold stuff in and have family secrets and a bunch of stuff happened that everybody tried to ignore to keep the family together or trauma of secretive behavior or something. Yes, that and that's that's what's that is one of the things that really hurts you know to see in the black community it's just these secrets and this taboo that people create because you had an uncle that was mentally ill and nobody sought to get him help they just kept him in the house or they didn't let him allow around the children you know like it's just instead of like holding them accountable and being you know family to them and getting them the resources that they need a lot of times in the black community we just hide it and we just sweep it under the rug and hope that no one will ever grow up and figure out what really happened. Yeah. So it's a lot. Of, it's a lot. Of, it's because it's all about keeping the family structure together, which some of it I agree with because I understand. Uh, people don't 
always tell people this you are no better than your last generation you just different and where you not say that is because you learn more but you're able to make different mistakes than them mm-hmm. so like i had a i had a i had a friend a family member that said i was upset that my father that i learned information that my father didn't tell me and he asked his father about it his father blatantly told him i didn't know that but he was like i was still yes. angry at him for not learning it but i'm like you do realize he was like a sharecropper and didn't learn how to read to you late so wh- where would he have found that information where you have access to the internet <laughs> they had to go to libraries and they weren't allowed in a lot of libraries by the way absolutely and i understand both sides of that because i i've had similar conversations with my parents even though you know they were able to read growing up there were a lot of things that they just didn't know um and that doesn't mean that i don't get to feel the emotion that i feel because as children like we're always going to be children to our parents there's never a point where i just feel like this adult when i'm around my parents so there we have this expectation which may not always be good, but we have an expectation from our parents to teach us everything we need to know to go out into the world to be successful. We have an, really an unreal expectation for our parents to know everything and to know what we'll encounter and to, to just be you know, that knowledge, but we don't give them human capabilities. Um, it's something that I often say, uh, we don't let our parents be human as children. Um, and recognize and like the day that we recognize that they're human too and they don't they can't know everything um, it really helps us to put things in perspective and not have so many emotions towards our parents not knowing some of the things we wish they knew. yeah I, I like that's nurture versus nature we think our nurture is supposed to defend us from everything even the things they don't know which is kind of unfair in certain way to it, them it's <laughs> yeah so it's like really unfair to them to put them in that situation because people don't know what they don't know like i say they made mistakes based on what they know we're gonna make mistakes based on we know our kids gonna be upset because we didn't know what they knew <laughs> yes i don't think i'm prepared for that Trevor. i don't think i'm prepared to like for my children to be disappointed because they expected me to know something um that I just couldn't know. Like I, there was no way I was gonna be able to figure it out before the situation presented itself. Yeah, cause like the world is constantly changing. So like the place we're in is <laughs> we're trying to figure it out ourselves. So everything we do is kind of yeah, we're trying to figure it out. And one thing that we can always learn, like as we grow and as we start to imprint into the next generation is that you know we have to present ourselves as human to our children and our children's children Uh, we have to communicate those things like you know i don't know this but we're gonna learn it together type of thing instead of trying to always make them feel like we're superior because when you set that precedent that i'm the superior one then i'm going to look to you as the superior and expect you to give me, you know, all the knowledge that I need. And so we have to be careful not to bring the traits and habits of our parents, especially the ones that are um, traumatizing into our children. And and I think that's one way that we'll be able to grow. Um, They're still gonna go through things that we have never experienced in our lives, 
um, that we just don't know about. But I think if we keep that at the forefront, like I have to remind my children that I'm also human, that they're going to go through things that I have never experienced in my life. Uh, I think that will kind of decrease the amount of traumas that we see in the black community um, for ourselves and the people that come after us. Yeah, I tell people constantly, uh, I have developed a new model this week. Uh, I hmm. say I'm ex- expectations without expecting. That's my... Listen. <laughs> listen, listen. That is crazy because that is really like how I've been trying to mold my mind to be because like, yes, I have a standard for myself in my life but like, I am no longer expecting people to do anything. I just want to be pleasantly surprised whenever you do do it. Um, and just a little less disappointed when it's not. So I don't, I'm not like expecting disappointment, but I'm also not expecting you to do the right thing because I know that you're human and that that might not happen. Yeah. One thing I did like think about when I was saying that is the three Hebrew boy in front of the Bible. Like people, mm-hmm. I know some people might not be religious, but if you just take stories and just mold them into your way, it's an amazing book. Okay, the three Hebrew boys said something very interesting when the king said, I'm going to kill, you, kill y'all, basically. He said, I'm going to throw you in the furnace. They were like, God will save me, but even if he don't, I know he could. <laughs> I know that he's in yeah, I know that he, and that, that is so powerful Like because just like we put this unfair expectation on our parents to, to do, you know, what we want them to do and how we want them to do and always save us. We put the same expectation on God. Like, yeah. And so once you get in your mind, like he can do it, but that don't mean he will. Like, but I know if he don't, he still could, you know, like that's just remembering that he's still sovereign. Like he's still God, whether he do this for me or not. Because a lot of people are like, if he don't do it, then is he really God? Yeah, still is. Because it's not that he was unable or not capable. He just didn't. Yeah, I think people need to like start understanding that you're on a story arc in your life. And everybody goes through it. <laughs> when yes. Life is going... Life is... People say life ain't fair. Life is... People, no matter... Finding your place in life is going to be your story throughout your entire life. And most of your story written by you. You have a set of choices each day that could affect your life. That thing you gave up on a few weeks ago that you could have done could have blew up the next week. And then I could, yeah, I can point at a, okay, there was, uh, it was a streamer named Chica. She was on TSM. I don't know what team she on now. She was about to quit streaming, but something said stream one more week. She got hosted by a big streamer and now she is one of the biggest streamers in the world. Tyler Perry lived in his car. <laughs> you know, some other people did the same thing Tyler Perry did. But he didn't quit. Sometimes your blessing is like right around the corner and just to see if you're going to quit at this moment. <laughs> yeah. Like sometimes something in life you want is just right around the corner. But I'm going to see if you're going to give up on it. That's absolutely true. So I like. <laughs> so a lot of us give up on our dreams too early, Bree. <laughs> You're 
you're talking to me and I don't I don't I feel seen and I don't like it. I don't like that. Whatever you in business, I don't like that. Okay? You are in my business. I think we're doing therapy right now. What's, what you mean? I'm gonna start crying. Then what you gonna do? What are we gonna do? But I cried all over this. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you're right though. You're absolutely right. Yeah, but yeah, people like a lot of people give up on things that they want. And I tell people when you chase your dreams or you chase something, even if you even if you might not even end up where you thought you were going to end up. But you can end up somewhere else just because you chased after what you wanted. With, it's still you, elevation regardless. Yeah, you might want to be a rapper, but in the end of the day you might end up being a producer. You still end up being succeeding. <laughs> And every all y'all can't rap, so try something else. <laughs> True, that's, that, that's that's honest therapeutical advice right there. Some of you try just try something else. <laughs> Some of you just try. Try something else. <laughs> try, try something else. Thank you, management. Try something else. <laughs> okay, sorry. That was that was my sidebar. Yeah, but yeah, mental health is a big issue, specific in the black community. We have to keep improving on that. Uh, I know depression, all that bipolar, all these things are real. I know some parents try to use it to get money off the government. I know some of y'all did that. So people yeah, use everybody it because they won't sit down. Now there, there are two sides to this. Yes, we want everybody to to seek out, you know, their mental health and to be healthy in that aspect. But do not keep taking your child. To the welfare office because he won't sit down talking about he got ADHD when he lacks discipline. Yeah. Because then you throw them into a system that they'll never be able to get out of, or even if they do get out of it, it's going to be very difficult, which again creates traumas that they'll have to unpack and deal with later in their life. I'm not saying that some kids are not ADHD, they are. I've seen them, but everybody, hey, your child is not ADHD at the age of two, he's just two. <laughs> that's what happens at don't sit down okay yeah, most definitely and the last thing we're going to talk about on this therapeutic ter- therapeutical rant that we're going on uh the oppression olympics that people seem to going about no just seek help you're not in competition with everyone else no you're not <laughs> wants to be oppressed okay and and i think personally this is my very 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 personal opinion is that the people who are racing to be oppressed can't acknowledge those who are actually being oppressed it's like on you so that you can't say um or express that you're oppressed because now i can say well we're all oppressed so it makes your feelings or, or what you're going through invalid and that's a no-no you don't got to be oppressed it's just like you don't have to be depressed to fit in be an ally okay do your part that is indeed true uh bro if bro if, I, if we oppress i'm not trying to stay here don't argue with me <laughs> that's the crazy part people think like when I tell you that my people have been oppressed for this long and that we're still oppressed, you think we like being here? You think like this is the ultimate goal for us? I'm not telling you that we're oppressed just to say I want to stay here forever. No, we are working every day to get out of where we are 
and y'all want to be here. Why? Yeah. Because you get attention. We don't want this. We don't want it. Yeah, and the end, and the, we about to end this, but we at the twenty-seven minute mark. By the way, like and subscribe if you're on the so- podcast network. Hit that follow button. Uh, hit the button. Yeah, turn that bell on. Yeah, black men, black women, start arguing over who got it worse and whatever. I'm tired of seeing it all over my timeline all day. Yo, like, oh, black yeah. women always attacking me. <laughs> oh, black men hate me. I'm like, of course you gonna hate each other. You still arguing over stuff that could easily be fixed. <laughs> <laughs> it's divine. It doesn't matter. Yeah, black men listen to the black women. Black women listen to black men. You don't have to argue over it. Just listen what they gotta say and go on. <laughs> Comprehension and the fundamental keys of communication, like. But that's I feel like that's another thing for clout. Like people get attention, and that's a trend. We've always, you know, black women and black men for very, very, um, very deep reasons that we cannot express on this podcast. It's going to take a couple podcasts to break that down. But black men and black women have always been put against each other. Um, So it's just easy. It's very easy because the black man can't go yell at the white man like that. And the black woman can't go yell at the white woman like that. It's just very easy um, to be able to be divisive within our own. Sometimes we deserve it, okay? But not all the time. And I feel like it's just excessive at this point. But yes, stop it. It's divisive. It don't make sense. It's not getting us nowhere. Yeah, like I said, man, just because somebody you perceive on your team, we got to stop doing team stuff, bro. Got to. If a if a black woman do something bad, call out. If a black man do something bad, call him out. The, like I said in the last podcast I did on What's New 99, the guy that shot the police in the back of the head, he don't even know who they is. That's terrible. Just because they black don't mean I can't call them out. Just like white people, if you're listening, if the police kill someone, you don't have to find this. It ain't not a, It's not an excuse for them to kill him. Oh, he did drugs 10 years ago. So, that was 10 years ago. <laughs> Sorry. Yes. Like, there's no excuse for the dude who shot the police in the back of the head unless he knew him, but according to everybody, they don't know who it is. It's just, and it's it's us wanting to just have everybody being held accountable. That's it. We just want everybody to be held accountable. Yes. That's it. Yes, and stop booing unity. That's the, you need therapy. You need help. <laughs> you need help. Listen, we gonna put some links down there so y'all can get some help. Yeah. Like we like unify the oh, world. Yeah. We want to come together as Americans. Boo! I like the football player. Didn't even say nothing <laughs> offensive. He didn't even say Black Lives Matter. He just said come together, people. Boo! Oh, that's just funny. I didn't want to say. No, that. They don't. It's boring. <laughs> Unity is boring. Like, boo! We like Trump doing angry stuff and yelling at people and talking. We like stuff. socialism and racism. That's what we like. Yeah. We like it. Yes. Provocative. Now try and divide us by asking for unity together. What? <laughs> what? Let's be drama free for a little while at least. Yeah. But I appreciate you being this is the second episode of Purpose. Bree is in North Carolina, so if her mic cut out at any time, just want y'all to know. <laughs> it just randomly cuts out every once in a while, but it just cut out there, so I just heard it and noticed it then. But she said I'm sorry. So <laughs> I'm so sorry. 
But I, I appreciate y'all. Love y'all. Peace.